I was like, man, like, I wish I was back home. Or I wish I could just fly back for this one audition or something. But I think like in the long run, it's like in those moments, a single project or a single thing will seem super big. And you're like, man, I missed out on like this life changing experience or something. But then when you kind of zoom out a little bit and think about your whole life, I think just knowing that that was one opportunity and many that could arise later down the line. So I think I learned to be like, I mean, that's a cool project, but not for right now. For right now, in this moment, this time. I think I need to be here. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Now What podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. So we've all heard of Harvard University, but ever wonder what kind of people actually go there and what it's like? Well, you're in luck because today's guest isn't just a top student at Harvard, but also an amazing professional dancer. Jennifer Chu does it all. Today, we talk about why she decided to pursue a post-secondary education instead of going straight into dance and how she deals with the fear of missing out on opportunities while in school. This episode is perfect for those either deciding to attend university or even those currently in university unsure of what their future holds. I hope you enjoy. I'm here with Jennifer Chu, actor, dancer, and full-time student at Harvard University. Yes, you heard me right, Harvard University. She is born and raised in Vancouver, BC, and Jennifer has been dancing since the age of five and hasn't stopped since. She's trained in all the styles you can think of, from classical ballet to hip-hop. She even attended the prestigious Juilliard School of Dance and appeared in hit Disney movies. So, Jennifer, before we get into university... Was dancing your passion growing up, or what did you want to be when you were growing up? So it started off um, as one of those things where your parents just kind of put you in a bunch of different activities and sort of see what sticks. And so dance was one of those things. And I think, like, looking back now, I don't think I really realized like how much I enjoyed it like I think it was just something that I was like oh this is fun this is cool and like (laughs) I want to keep doing it so I just kept on doing it but I think as I got older I was like oh like I could actually do this for a career throughout it all I sort of had in mind that I wanted to pursue dance professionally in some way yeah so what was that moment that you realized was it in high school that you realized oh I could do this professionally or was it a specific opportunity that came about Going around traveling to the States for dance conventions and competitions, I think that really opened me up to a whole new world and this huge dance industry. And I was like, wow, there is so much um, to be seen and to be learned in this um, world. And so then I was like, oh, well, I want to keep learning. I want to keep exploring this world. So then I think that's when I realized there was so much to gain from pursuing this career. Why did you decide to um, attend university? Um, Why didn't you just do dance full time? So it was a very hard decision, but throughout high school, I was working towards pursuing dance after high school. And so I applied to these dance programs. And like the only reason I applied to schools in the States is because I wanted a good dance program. And I knew that in Canada, I might not get what I wanted. But then along the way, I was thinking, oh, I don't want to regret or keep on thinking what could have been um, if I'd applied to other schools. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to just apply to some of these other schools, including Harvard, and just sort of see what happens, um, not really expecting anything. And so before I found out that I was admitted into Harvard, I was pretty much set on going to either Juilliard or USC to pursue dance there. And I was really happy about it. I was like, great, this is what I've been working towards for a really long time. And so when Harvard came along, it kind of threw everything out of balance. 
balance and it was very unexpected, but it was a really, really good opportunity for me to like truly take a step back and think about what I really wanted to do. Because I think at that point I had been doing this dance thing for so long and sometimes it felt like just because I had been doing it for so long, I should continue to do it. It sort of felt like an autopilot thing, but I felt like I was starting to lose my connection with why I did it in the first place and what kept me going. And I didn't want it to feel like a chore or like a burden. But at the same time, it was also really scary to even think about distancing myself from this whole like dance world and like lifestyle that I had known for so long and that I was comfortable with and that I thought I was going to pursue um, going forward. And so I was sort of at this crossroads and it took me a good, I had like a good like month or so to decide what I wanted to do, which school I wanted to go to. And I think up until now in my humble 19 years of life, I think that's probably been the hardest decision I've ever had to make. I was pretty fortunate in that my parents were fully like, it's completely up to you what you want to do. It's not our choice, it's yours. And so I have to make the decision. And so I think in the end, it came down to, even though I knew I wanted to pursue dance professionally. I think all along, also in the back of my mind, I knew that there were other things I wanted to try as well. And what those other things are weren't super, super clear. I knew I had other interests, but I never really had a chance to fully explore them or pursue them. And so I thought this would be a good time and a good place to do so. And I think now looking back, especially the idea of going to a dance conservatory and pursuing a strictly dance program for four years um, just seems a little bit narrow for maybe what I was looking for at the time. But at the time also, I was like, oh, this is what I've been working towards my whole life, basically. Like, how can I give it up? And it was such an attractive option. It was very hard to turn down those dance programs. But I think right now I'm in a pretty good spot. What's the application process like for Harvard? Mm. For most schools in the States, um, you have to go through the common application or I think there's another alternative, but I went through common application. So basically you write like there's a lot of essay writing involved. Um, There's like one that goes to all the schools and then each school has like their own short answer and like essay style questions that you have to answer. And then you also have the option of submitting an artistic supplement. And how did you find the courage to apply to Harvard? Because I feel like a lot of people... They think it's very mm-hmm. daunting to apply. Like, is there certain requirements? Do you need to have like super high grades? Good question. So when you apply, you can, there's a lot of options. Um, you don't actually apply to a specific program. You just indicate your interest and in sort of what you want to study here. And so I think I put like arts and humanities generally because I wasn't sure what I wanted to study. And then I also indicated that I wanted to study psychology potentially and that I was interested in dance, but they don't actually have a dance program here. But dance does fall within this major or that at this school, we call them concentrations called theater dance media. And in terms of courage to apply, it was definitely daunting. I was like, who do I think I am applying to these schools? Um, And I remember going to my counselor for the first time and telling her that I was applying to this school school she was like oh like are you sure about this or like wow she just seemed super stunned and I was like yeah I'm like pretty sure about it and I think at first it was more daunting not actually like I think I realized that the idea of Harvard and sort of the preconceptions that we tend to have about Ivy League schools that whole concept was very intimidating but then once I was actually 
going onto the website, taking a look at their resources for prospective students and like looking into the school and the culture at this school, I realized that actually like there wasn't much to be afraid of if you vibe with the culture at this school. After I felt like I connected with the school, it wasn't as intimidating. But it's definitely sort of a leap of faith. And I definitely questioned whether or not I should actually apply. But at the end of the day, again, I was like, I don't want to regret anything. I would rather just go for it and be rejected than not go for it. And like, I didn't have the highest grades or like the highest SAT score. Um, I took it super last minute. I didn't really know what the SAT was until pretty last minute. So I think it was just believing in myself and the experiences that I've had and trusting that to carry me through. And what's the culture like there at Harvard? What is it really like? Because I'm sure it's on a lot of people's mind. I think it's I've only been here for like almost two years, so I'm not sure if I have a very fair assessment of like the culture of this school in general. But I think so far, having spent this much time here, I feel like this school is just very supportive of its students and very encouraging of us pursuing our passions. So like, I think one thing that really surprised me coming into this school was how much the school is in support of us taking time off. So like very easily, you could take a gap semester or a gap year or multiple years um, to pursue a passion project or just take time off and travel and do whatever it is that your heart desires. And I think I really, really appreciate having that support and feeling like I'm not limited to only spending my four years. How do you do? You, are you still dancing as much? Like, how do you balance school and studying and dancing? So freshman year last year. OK, this will be a long a long sort of um, description of what it's like to dance on campus for me. But I think coming in, I thought that I was prepared for what college would mean in terms of my relationship with dance. I was like, oh, of course, like I'll just have to be more responsible, carve out the time on my own um, to keep up the daily practice and keep up sort of the level of dancing that I wanted to maintain. But I realized after coming here that I was completely unprepared. I think especially being a first year, there are just so many things going on at once and you feel like you're being pulled in so many directions or that you can go in so many directions and it can be overwhelming. First year, I luckily I found there was Harvard Ballet Company and Expressions Dance Company, which is the hip hop company on campus. And I joined those companies and I performed in their show fall semester. And that was sort of a nice way for me to stay connected with sort of the dance scene. But I will say that dancing in college is very, very different to the whole world that I was used to. And at first it was kind of jarring, but I think one of the biggest things that I realized about dancing on campus during my first semester here was that a lot of the times it really doesn't matter what environment you're in. There's always something to be learned. And so even though maybe you're not dancing with people who have danced all their lives, who are wanting to pursue a professional career, some of these people, they're just as or more so even curious and passionate about dance and willing to commit to the practice of it. And I think it was just super inspiring for me to see people who maybe haven't done it all their lives and who maybe don't know as much about it as I did, but who were just so passionate about it um, and so eager to learn. And that was super inspiring. But yeah, it is. I'm still even now trying to figure out how I want to balance everything. I think Freshman spring, I had a cool opportunity to choreograph my first musical production. So that was a really cool aspect that I had never really gotten to explore um, previously. And then last semester, I choreographed West Side Story. And that was also really cool. But like since freshman fall, I haven't really danced in any shows per se. 
And like in terms of training, that's definitely fallen behind. But I think like now being a sophomore, I'm more okay with that because I understand that my needs are changing. um, My environment is changing and sort of my priorities have shifted. And just because I'm not investing as much time in it now as I would like to doesn't mean I will never get the chance to later. So yeah, I'm considering maybe at some point I'll take a gap semester or a gap year to dance if I want to. Yeah, Yeah. it's a tricky balance to find um, because school obviously is also very overwhelming and there's also just a lot to do outside of classes too. And have you ever had to turn down any dancing opportunities because of school or have you ever had any moments under your in your undergrad just being like, oh darn, I wish I just like stuck with dancing. I could have done this this movie. I could have done this TV show. There have definitely been moments where I think this was more so relevant to first year when I was like still kind of very much so attached to this whole world that I had just come from. But because I was still like sometimes receiving these emails from my agent from back home in Vancouver about like dance opportunities for film and television and cool, exciting projects that were being brought in town. And I was like, man, like, I wish I was back home. I wish I could just fly back for this one audition or something. But I think like in the long run, it's like in those moments, a single project or a single thing will seem super big. And you're like, man, I missed out on like this life changing experience or something. But then when you kind of zoom out a little bit and think about your whole life, obviously, you can't predict what's going to happen in the future. But I think just knowing that that was one opportunity and many that could arise later down the line was like more comforting for me so I think I learned to be like I mean that's a cool project but not for right now for right now in this moment in this time I think I need to be here so that helped me cope with that FOMO but yeah there have definitely been many moments where I'm like man I wish I could just drop everything and go dance but I mean, again, balance, a balance of everything. Did you ever feel, I guess, pressure from society that you need to go to university? Honestly, I don't really think I felt that pressure, that societal pressure anyways. And I didn't really feel that pressure from my family. I mean, I knew that they wanted me to pursue post-secondary education, but I think I had also wanted that for myself anyways. um, So that aligned, which was nice. And it's interesting because I think I realized that from a young age, I knew after graduating from high school, I didn't want to stay in Canada probably because I had seen what was out there in the States for dance. And so I was like, ah, if I want to dance, I got to leave Canada. And so post-secondary education seemed like the right option, the right route to take no matter what. And I just so happened to decide that I wanted to come to the States. Right. And do you see yourself like pursuing a career with your undergrad degree or what do you think you would do with that? Very good question that I've also been thinking about a lot recently. Um, no pressure. So basically, <laughs> no, 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 no worries. So I will walk through my thought process. I don't have a definite answer, but... But here's what I'm thinking right now. So um, I recently declared, last semester, I declared that I wanted to concentrate in psychology. And I sort of had an inkling of like some sense that I might want to pursue that here because I took psychology in high school and I really enjoyed it. And I've kind of taken the foundational courses leading up to declaring. Um, and so I was like, okay, I might as well just keep on going with it since I it seems to be interesting and want to keep trying it out. But I think now I'm like, what do I want to do with psychology though? Like learning about it is super interesting. And I think I think it's cool to be able to understand why we do things, why we think certain things, why we behave in certain ways and how we interact with other people. And so I like studying it um, and the information is super interesting. But when it comes down to thinking about a career in psychology, I'm like right now, as of right now, anyways, I don't know if I would want to be a psychologist or a clinical psychologist, a therapist or pursue clinical 
clinical psychology at all or do research, like all of those things I'm like kind of iffy about right now. Um, but of course that might change later down the line. But I think one of the things that I've come to realize being at this school and that a lot of uh, my peers have reminded me is that honestly, like in many cases, it doesn't really matter what you study here. And also it's a liberal arts education. You could literally, there's so many things you could study. And like, no matter what you study, it's essentially taking these skills, um, these thought processes and things, the processes that you learn, like throughout your studies in a specific area, those are things that you take and you can apply those anywhere, no matter what period you want to pursue in the end and so I'm like okay well I like psychology also psychology is pretty relevant to a lot of things so I feel like later on if I didn't want something specifically in psychology it wouldn't be too hard yeah and when I'm flipping it back to dance where mm-hmm. do you see yourself with dance maybe in the next five years do you want to be choreographing do you want to be touring like what would be your ideal future with dance I think if you ask me this coming into college I would say 100% I want to dance in a company in Europe but I think now it's interesting to sort of track how that's changed. I think now I'm more so just like, I really know what I want to do with it. I'm just happy to be exploring different things. Um, in the end, though, the hope is to be able to combine my artistic and academic interests in some way. And I know that I will probably still want to do something professionally with dance. I'm just not sure in what way yet anyways. And I think like being a freshman, I was more stressed out about that idea of not knowing what I wanted to do with dance later down the road. But I think now I'm more okay with that like more okay with the unknowns and kind of have just accepted them as being there. And so I'm just kind of going with the flow right now and seeing what seems interesting to me and seeing how those will eventually come together. And did you have any, do you have any mentors at Harvard? Like some Mm. females that you look up to? I think one of the biggest things, (laughs) I keep on saying one of the biggest things, there's a lot of big things apparently (laughs) that I've come to realize here. (laughs) But I think because in high school, so okay, so for some context, in high school, I was running around lots, very invested in dance training, um, going around to different states for dance training. And so I didn't actually get to spend a lot of time at school besides like class time, um, the time I was like required to be there. And so even though I had a good group of friends that supported me and that respected what I was doing, they knew what I was doing. They're like, yeah, she's doing her thing. I also didn't really have a very like extensive social life in terms of people in school, like for dance. I mean, you meet so many people, but like in terms of school friends, I didn't really get to socialize with them much outside of school and class. So I think coming here was super different for me because everyone is on campus. The social scene is so centralized and like packed into this one campus. And so you're seeing all these people every day. You're meeting so many new people. And that was like a big adjustment for me. But I've really come to value the conversations that I get to have with people. I think freshman year was a little overwhelmed with everything. So I was just kind of like flailing around. But once I actually made the time um, and had the time time to sit down with people and just talk about life and talk about things that we're going through, talk about what's on our minds. I was like, wow, this is, I think one of the things a lot of people will say coming out from this school is that you learn more from the people around you than you might even learn in class. And I definitely agree with that statement. I think I've learned a lot from my friends and my peers. So a lot of strong female energy, International Women's Day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Jennifer, last question to wrap things up. Do you have any general advice for someone who is torn between choosing a passion versus a more traditional path that society deems safe? I think for me, definitely toughest decision up until now, but it was just a lot of 
internal reflection and like sort of looking into myself and taking a step back. I think taking a step back, it seems like a very like simple and like obvious thing to do when you're trying to make a decision. But in the moment, because you're so caught up between in your decision that it can be easy to get sort of like tunnel vision (laughs) about certain things. So I think actually taking a step back and taking a breath and saying like, okay, so these are my options and assessing them from an objective standpoint. I think that was really helpful for me. And also talking to a lot of different people, getting other people's perspectives, even if sometimes they conflicted with your own at the time. I think it was just really helpful to hear what was on other people's minds or what they've experienced if they had also gone through something similar. Yeah, so I remember for example, one of the most critical conversations that informed my decision was when I was visiting the school in April. They had like an admitted students weekend where you could visit. And this was, I want to say like a few weeks before we actually had to commit to our decision. And I met with one of the dance professors at Harvard and I was talking to him. And one of the questions that he asked me that really informed my decision later on was he was asking me like, oh, where do you think you would grow more if you went to say like Juilliard versus Harvard? And that was a moment for me where I was like, the first thing that came into my mind was, oh, like I know what I would be getting at Juilliard because I had done the summer dance program and I really, really loved it. I love the people, love the program. And like, I know how much valuable information and how much experience I would be able to gain from attending that school. So I was like, that's an obvious gain. That's an obvious plus. Cool. But then I was like, okay, so what do I say about Harvard? Because obviously there's just as much valuable things to gain from here, but it's a big unknown. It's a big risky choice because I don't know what being here could bring me. But then the more I thought about it, what I ended up saying was, I think coming to a school like Harvard, I would grow in more unexpected ways. And then as I said that, I think I realized that's what I wanted, to be able to grow in unexpected ways and to surprise myself, to do things that I might not have done otherwise in another place and time. And so that was very critical for me in making my decision. But yeah, it is also making these sorts of decisions is very dependent on like the individual and like the circumstances. So I guess generally to wrap that up, I think trusting yourself, getting as many perspectives as you can, taking a step back, taking a breath and assessing things. And yeah, I guess also like, I was definitely overthinking the decision, but at the same time, like you kind of have to not take it too, too seriously and to like give your mind space to consider all the pieces that are in play. And that was Jennifer Chu. You can find her Instagram at Jennifer Chu and make sure to check out her dance videos because they are amazing. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review if you can. Thanks for listening.